This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It is 11.30 a.m. and you're listening to Wave 94, 94.1. Servant Marcia saying escape to heaven from heaven on earth ministries of Jesus Christ. But I want to say something. How can you escape if you have ran away? Oh, my goodness. If you run away from the Lord, it's kind of hard to escape to the paradise, to escape to heaven that he's so assuredly has prepared for us. So let's get into it, because my question is, have you or I forgotten our God? And if we forget our father, then the blessings that he's walking with, that he's already ordained for you, it's kind of difficult to receive the blessings of the Lord if you have forgotten him. So I'm going to roll to Jeremiah. That's what the Lord put on my Heart today, the second chapter, starting at verse one. Here's what the word of Lord said to the prophet Jeremiah, and I'm saying it to me and you as uh, believers and want to be a righteous people or thinking about it or heard about it. Here's what the Lord said way back when he was dealing with a wayward Israel. By the way, As a whole, Israel is still being rebellious as a whole. There are those of the Israelites that have found their way to the the Messiah, and those are called Messianic Jews or Israelites. Here's what the word of God says, Jeremiah, second chapter, verse number two. It says, go and cry in the hearing of Jerusalem, saying, thus says the Lord. I remember you, the kindness of your youth, the love of your betrothal, when you went after me in the wilderness, in a land not sown. Now, that's you and I. We first found the Lord, and what did we do? We ran after him. Are you still running after the presence of the Lord? That's the question you need to ask yourself, because you might be a wayward Israel and not know it. Israel was holiness to the Lord, the first fruits of his increase. All that devour him will offend. Disaster will come upon them, says the Lord. So the Lord is saying how much he loved and uh, esteemed Israel. And so let's keep going. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, what injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me, have followed idols and have become idolaters. Neither did they say, where is the Lord who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and pits, 
drought and the shadow of death through land that no one crossed, where no one dwelt. Let's stop. I don't know about you, but God brought me up out of the shadow of death and from the darkness, that terrible lifestyle that I used to live. God is the one that gets the glory for bringing me out. And I'm certain he brought you out of level of darkness that you cannot share. And so here's what the Lord says. Like when he brings us out, there's an expectation on the Lord's side that you're going to stay in love with him. The question is, where is your love thermometer? Do you still love the Lord in the manner that you did when you first, when he literally first found you and delivered you? Are you still running after the Lord? Verse number seven, I brought you into a bountiful country to eat his fruit, goodness. But when you entered, you defiled my land. You made my heritage and abomination. The priest did not say, where is the Lord? And those who handled the law did not know me. The rulers also transgressed it against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal, meaning always prophesying about money and riches and cars and possessions and worldly things and not speaking about righteousness. Mm and walked after things that do not profit. Therefore, I will yet bring charges against you, says the Lord. And this is what happened with the Lord and the Israelites. This is exactly what he said to them. And against your children's children, I will bring charges for pass beyond the course of Cyprus, send to Kedor and consider diligently and see if there has been such a thing. Now it sounds like he's speaking to not just you and I, but even to America. Has a nation changed its God? Did America change its God without sending out a memo? Or did they send the memo and those of us who go to church and declare that Jesus is our Lord and Savior just turned and looked the other way? I don't know. But here's what the Lord said to Israel many, many years ago, thousands of years ago through the prophet Jeremiah. Has a nation changed its gods, which are not gods, meaning they're demons, they're fallen angels, not even demons, they're fallen angels, principalities, dominions, thrones, angels that fell down and, and deliberately went against what God asked them to do, the watchers. You know, what are they? They're not gods. That much we do know. But my people have changed their glory for what does not profit. Be astonished, O heavens, at this and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, says the Lord. For my people and America and you and I could very well be in the same state have committed two evils. They have forsaken God the fountain of living waters, and they have hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And you say, well, what does that mean? That means that the nation, America, and many of us as believers have created gods in our mind and believe that they can save us. But there's only one Savior. But we're acting as if the things that we've created in our lives can save us, such as our jobs, our government, 
you know, ourselves. Most of some of us go to the gym at least five times more than you would ever go to a church or or a place of worship or a prayer house. You don't even think about it, but you do keep your mind on your body as if your physical appearance can save you. Or you'll go to school so much that, oh, I can't get to church or I can't do this with the Lord. I can't pray. I I can't even sing. I'm so busy. Why? Because you have another God. And that is what the Lord is saying. He said that to Israel. So it is not new that he's also saying it to you and I. What a word this morning. How can I escape to a place of refuge when I am running away from the person that's providing the state of refuge? It sounds like um, schizophrenia. Jeremiah 2nd chapter verse 17. Have you not brought this on yourself? in that you have forsaken the Lord your God when he led you in the way. And now, why would you take the road back to where he delivered you from? And this is what he said to the Israelites. Why would you take the road back to Egypt to drink the waters of Sahara? Why take the road to Assyria to drink the waters of the river? Meaning, why would you backslide? Why would you go back to what you have been delivered from? Why would you go back to drugs and alcohol and, you know, just dancing, uh, all kind of weird stuff? Meaning, why would you go back to the pleasures of what God has delivered you for, forgetting the, the, the dangers of that life? Your own wickedness will correct you and your backslidings will rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an evil and bitter thing that you have forsaken the Lord your God. And the fear of me, the fear of the Lord is not with you, says the Lord God of hosts. A lot of us think we can live partially righteous. Well, in your mind, you're ticking all these boxes and you say, well, I'm just not going to tick these two boxes right here because after all, I have ticked 15 boxes, not understanding that that's not the way how the party goes. God has delivered us from our darkness and and uh, he's put us in light and in righteousness. And that's what he's saying literally in Jeremiah, the second chapter. That's where I still am. Verse number 20. For of all, I have broken your yoke and burst your bonds and you promised the Lord. I will not transgress. But yet when he checks you out, this is what he's saying to the Israelites. When on every high hill and under every green tree, you lay down playing the harlot. That means you're being a whore going from lover to lover, from idol to idol. Oh, I can't go to church right now because, you know, it's the Super Bowl. That means you are living a life of harlotry. You're putting things before your relationship with the Lord. And God is saying, I planted you a noble with a seed of highest quality. How then have you turned before me while I'm looking at you into a degenerate plant of an alien vine? God placed inside of you when he delivered you from the kingdom of darkness. He placed in you his word, the seed 
the actual seed that would cause you to multiply, be blessed, expand, take dominion, replenish the earth. That's what he put inside of you. Yet when you begin to put other things above the Lord and worship them knowingly or unknowingly as idols, you become a degenerate plant of an alien vine. For though you wash yourself with Lysol, and this is in the Bible, guys, and use much soap, your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord. How can you say you're not polluted? You've gone after the bells with an S. You see your way in the valley. You know what you've done. You're like a wild donkey. This is what the word is saying. So, you know, you you are to withhold your, your foot from being unshot and your throat from thirst. But you said there's no hope because I love, I have love aliens and after them, I will go. Some of us have decided that this is the way that we're going to serve our God. We will put down some things, but there are other things. Like I, I've been smoking reefer as long as I know. See, that's what some of us are saying. I've been doing this for as long as I know myself. I'm just not going to stop doing this. And this is why you would say, I have loved aliens and after them will I go. So the Lord is saying, well, if that's how you feel in Jeremiah 2nd chapter, verse 27, then you're saying to the tree that you're my father or you're saying to a stone that you gave birth to me. Because you've turned your back to God. But in the time of trouble, you want to come and run to me and say, Arise, God, and save us. And then here's what God say. He will say back to you. But where are your gods that you have made for yourselves? Let them arise. Let them save you in your time of trouble. Because for according to the number of your cities, that's how many gods you have. Basically, what the Lord is saying, you got a God for everything. You got a God to get up in the morning, the, the, the pills that you take in the morning. That's your God. Cause you believe that those pills are going to take you through the day. Then at nighttime, when it's time to go to sleep and you can't go to sleep, you go take another set of pills. That's another set of gods. That's what the Lord is saying to us. So is it possible that we, the saints of God, have forgotten Jehovah? the creator of all things, our actual God who raised Jesus from the dead and have now released unto us resurrection power. Have we forgotten our God? Jeremiah, the third chapter, because I'm going to stop there because that, that's going to, as far as the Lord is concerned, we have transgressed it against him. I'll go to Jeremiah, the third chapter and see what he's saying there. Verses three to five. He's saying, because you just refuse to turn back to me, right? Then he will withhold blessings. He says, showers, the rain showers, the showers with the open heavens have been withheld. There, there won't be no latter day rain, not for you. And on, on top of that, you have a harlot's forehead. You refuse to be ashamed of what you've done. Towards God our Father. Will you not from this time cry to me? My Father, you are the guide of my youth. 
Will he remain angry forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, you have spoken and done evil things as you were able. So I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit just then. Wow. Guys, I think we need to repent. My God, I'm feeling this. Here's what the Lord says in Jeremiah third chapter, verse number 12. He says, return backsliding saints of God, backsliding Israel's says the Lord return to him. I will not cause my anger to fall on you for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not remain angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity that you have transgressed against the Lord your God and you scattered your charms and your beauty and your gifts and your time and your energy <laughs> to alien deities under every green tree. You have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. Do you realize that there are spirits behind the things that you are putting above God? And those are alien deities. We want to talk about UFOs and aliens. God was talking about that a long time before most of us were born. These, these words that I'm reading to you came from the prophet Jeremiah. And God is saying aliens way back then. So when we put anything above the Lord, our education, that's a spirit. <laughs> Return, O backsliding children, says the Lord in verse number 14, Jeremiah third chapter. For I am married to you. I will take you, one from a city, two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion, and I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then it shall come to pass when you are multiplied and increased that they will say no more the ark of the covenant of the Lord. It shall not come to mind, nor shall they remember it, nor shall they visit it, nor shall it be made any more. And at that time, Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord and all the nations shall be gathered to it. So that's the Lord speaking to the Israelites, but yet he's also speaking to us and saying, come back to him, repent. Amen. Because in our repenting, our father will bless us. You know, he will give us a pleasant land, a beautiful heritage. And when you call upon the Lord, he will not turn away from you like a wife who departs from her husband treacherously. We've been treacherous with the Lord. We want the hand of God, but we're not interested in his heart. Return backsliding children. That's what he said in Jeremiah 3rd chapter verse 22. And he will heal us. A lot of us got diseases that don't make no sense. You know, every time you look, you're catching COVID, but you want to claim that you got Holy Spirit living in you. The same power that resurrected Jesus. Something wrong with the picture and you're not thinking about it. You think it's okay for us that have been uh, restored by the Father to live as the world live and have the same things occur to us as the Egyptians have? Do you not understand that you have been pulled out, separated by God? Therefore, your life daily should be different. You should walk with health and wealth. You are to be blessed so that you can bless others. But how can you if you have backslidden and you're 
running from God instead of escaping and running to him. Hmm. So you have to understand that in the Lord, our God is our salvation. So if we have sinned against the Lord, our God, from our youth, even to this day, and have not obeyed the voice of our Lord, our God, God is still saying in Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, return, return to me, and I will put your abominations out of my sight. That's what the Lord said. So return to the Lord, because in him is our salvation. And Jeremiah 4, verses uh, 23, let me go look at that and see what that says, because that is a part of us returning to the Lord. Right. So there were people back in that day that uh, the Lord told the prophet Jeremiah to let them know that they're moving towards becoming doomed. And is America moving towards becoming a doomed nation? Are you moving towards being a doomed individual? And so Jeremiah said, for my people, verse 22, this is what the Lord told him to say. My people are foolish, for they have not known me. They're silly children, have no understanding. They're not wise. They're wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. And when a nation or person is foolish, here's the judgment that comes upon them. I beheld the earth and indeed it was without form and void and the heavens, they had no light. I beheld the mountains and indeed they trembled. All the hills moved back and forth. I beheld indeed there was no man and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld and indeed the fruitful land was a wilderness and all his cities were broken down at the presence of the Lord by his fierce anger. It almost sounds like Genesis 1, verse number 2. Because in Genesis 1, it lets us know, and I'm just going to turn to it because I'm a Bible preacher. But Genesis 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created, let me get there. I know the enemy don't want me to arrive, but I shall. But in the beginning, God created, I from memory, the heavens with an S and the earth. Okay, I'm quite right. But then Genesis 1, verse number two, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Is it possible that there was a world before? And they did what we're doing. And as a result, they suffered what Jeremiah prophesied to the Israelites that I just read to you. Chapter 4, verses 23 to 26. The earth was void without form. So when we refuse to turn back to the Lord in repentance, we risk becoming complete darkness. Verse number 27 in Jeremiah 4, For thus saith the Lord, the whole land shall be desolate. But he did not make a complete end of it, a full end. And for this shall the earth mourn and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken, I have purposed, and will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. So we can get to a moment where the judgment of God becomes our reality. I don't want that for you. Definitely don't want it for me. 
So I'm going to tell you that now that Jesus is our mediator, and we were talking about the seed that the Lord himself places in us when he delivers us from sin, when he delivers us out of the kingdom of darkness. Okay. So I'm going to talk about that. And the seed who is Christ, he made that promise to Abraham and said that that seed, that all the nations would be blessed. And so that's what you and I, by receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we've received the seed, okay? And the seed becomes the mediator. And the mediator uh, uh, means that he's reconciled us to God the Father. So we have a possibility of repentance. And not only repentance, we, by Jesus Christ, can also be reconciled back to the Father, And through that reconciliation, we can become sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So as many of us that were baptized unto Christ mean that we put on Christ, then if we're Christ's, then we're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So what are we heir to? Righteousness more than anything. And to be able to be adopted by God the Father as his son, meaning reconciled back to the original intent of God. And so how do you know that you've been reconciled, that you're not still running away from him? Because you can call out Abba, Father, and at that point you're no longer a slave to sin, but instead you become a son, an heir of God through Jesus. Amen? But then... um Because when we didn't know God, not being reconciled by Jesus Christ, then we serve all these other things, idols. And if we do that, then we have departed away from our God, the Father. So when we receive Jesus Christ, then we also receive the ability to walk in the Spirit. Amen? Meaning that Holy Spirit now can teach us and lead us into all righteousness. Amen. I'm just teaching and preaching to myself because I do not want to be running away from God when I really want to escape to him as his son, as his daughter. So here it is. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And how do you know when you're walking in the flesh? These are the works of the flesh, idolatry, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalry. These are the things that when we do this, we cannot inherit. You are not an heir to the kingdom of God. Therefore, if you're not an heir, you're not a child of God. You're not a son or daughter of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, amen, somebody, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. For those who are Christ have crucified the flesh, amen? And if we live in the Spirit, then let us also 
walk in the spirit. Father God, I would like to lift us up to prayer today, Lord, up to your grace and your mercy. I ask you, Lord, to release God unto us the faith to understand and to know that we can walk, Lord God, in your Holy Spirit, that we don't have to worship these other idols and so forth, God, because you are our all and you we live and we breathe, God. I ask you to have mercy upon us, Lord, to increase the love of your son, Jesus, in our hearts, Lord, so that we can also love you more, Lord, so that we can abide, God, and you can abide in us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. God, we thank you for the hope. We thank you, Lord, that we know that through faith in Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, God, and your great love for us, that we will be reconciled back unto you. We will not, we will not live in disobedience, God. We will not run from you, Lord God, but we will run to you. Father, we thank you today on this wonderful day that we have such a hope and we speak it, we declare it, we decree it. And we know that it is now done. Be blessed, Radio Land. I can't wait to be back next week. I want to encourage you that we can trust our God. We can trust our Father and the love that He has for us. Be blessed. Thank you. Bye. Anybody want to see you love?